Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble Euros, sponsored by Bet365. All the tournaments really hotting up. My name's Marcus Speller and I'm hotting up. Luke Moore's here. Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. Yes. All right. And uh, Pete, we we're not sh- we don't think you're a father, but how how are you, good sir? <laughs> it's too soon to tell, Marcus. <laughs> He's a father of that mixing desk. Whether my spores have uh, borne fruit. <laughs> He's a father of fun. <laughs> it wouldn't be fruit, would it? No, <laughs> fruit. It would be rotten, rotten vegetables. Rotten vegetables <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom of a slag heap, <laughs> like the pathetic father that spawned them. Right. Okay. <laughs> On Father's Day, <laughs> what other day am I going to say that? <laughs> what did you? Uh, what did you? I know for a fact, Marcus, you purchased your father some chili and wine. Very I did, nice yeah. present. I got my father forty pounds worth of next vouchers. What he asked for? Yeah, yeah. I'll get, get my own present, Luke. Is what he says all the time. My dad said I'm going to listen to the ramble, so I promised him that Jim wouldn't be here for okay. that. <laughs> so there's another present for him. <laughs> Pete, what did you get for your father? I sent my dad some chili, uh, well, like chili seeds in soil. Sent them up to Hartlepool. Okay. It's all right, isn't it? Is, yeah. it, is it not good for. <laughs> he, might, he might open it and think it's rice in. Hope not. <laughs> Hope not. Why in, see. why in soil? Is that. Uh... Well, well it's, just, it's just how you transport plants in it is sometimes. It, is there no arable land up in Hartlepool? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Right, then, let's move on to Cristiano Ronaldo, nil, Austria nil. He missed a pen, he scored a goal, it was offside. It was, he had a mare <laughs> was, uh, my highlight of the tournament so far. <laughs> And, and I do include England's last-minute winner against Wales there, which, which, which we're, by the way, we're not allowed to talk about in front of Pete because he gets too angry. Uh, but um, but um, Cristiano Ronaldo had one of the worst evenings of his life last night, yeah. and I had a blooming lovely time watching it. Well, it's like, you, we, you know, when, like, we, you get to a certain edge and you sort of, when you got to stand up, you make that noise, so I go, yeah. oh, things are getting a bit harder. Watching Cristiano Ronaldo, the world's fittest human, yeah. have problems with his own body. Oh, I feel, I feel 17 again. <laughs> yeah, well, I just like ah oh, Ronaldo like we want to love you we've said this a number of times he's one of the greatest players of all time we want to love you like the way we love Messi and, and Zidane when he was a player and all the rest of it but the comments the same- after Iceland <laughs> the way he's acted on the pitch you've got to love it I, I also in, think- in the same weekend that Messi tying Batistuta's record in the Copa America it's uh, just yeah. like oh just thank you stuff, just getting on with it <laughs> thank you just- <laughs> yeah, I can imagine him flicking the TV on Seeing Ronaldo up for that stuff, flicking it off again. Going, I'll just stick to what I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> Avoiding tax and playing football. But the, the, um, Don't the, even need to say allegedly. I also thought the Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, Either way, it's not legally legally coverable anyway. No. Yeah. I guess I don't worry about it. <laughs> when when he when um, the fan came on and got the selfie, that was a PR stunt as well, wasn't it? Would you reckon? Does that was like, right? Was, yeah. I, thought, I think they probably agreed to, to let that it's happen. His son. But I mean, did think it was it was fair play to Ronaldo for letting him do that. However. 
Part of me also was... thought it was his brother in disguise. Well, there's that as well. But also, suddenly, it became about him again. Oh, do you want a picture with just me, not the tit? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm still the best, aren't I? Even yeah. though I missed that penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Can, I, can I also say that I, I, I actually thought he would miss that penalty. I, I, yeah. I, I could see it happening. Because he wanted it too much. He was down on his luck. I've watched him score a penalty in the um, Champions League final when he was just, and he had no legs. And I, I think technique that, that man, uh, I don't know. He, was just, I, I, he, was, he looked like he looked to me. I'm not going to give the guy advice because, as you say, he's the, he's the greatest, one of the greatest footballers of all time. But he looked to me like hugely lacking in focus. Yeah, it massively got to him what was happening mm. already that evening. He was fuming about it. He was making really poor decisions, which he does at the behest of his team for Portugal quite a lot. I might add. I mean, he did um, win the penalty, and it was a penalty. Oh yeah, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. But it's no good if you don't score it, is it? <laughs> you, know, you, you spend so much time comment. demanding the attention of everyone, saying, "Look at me, look what I can mm. do." You can't go back to being humble again. You can't open yeah. that up. You can't put the lid back on. You can't do that. That's a very good point. And on the same evening, he broke Luis Figo's record, becoming the most capped player in Portugal's history with 128 caps. That's the first thing he spoke about in the post-match. Is it really? I say, like, just... That's what I would say. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be deflecting. I saw, I saw a hey, journalist... look over there. I've put penalties all over the place, apart from on the post, and I've done it now. <laughs> I saw a journalist uh, match report say... I forget where it was now. It's annoying. Anyway, um, I won't name them, shame them, because I genuinely can't remember. Okay. Um, saying that, you know... Oh, Ronaldo couldn't really have done any more it just wasn't Portugal's night well he could have scored that penalty he could have done yeah he could have not been offside for that goal well Alan Shearer said this was one of the greatest goal scorers we have seen having an absolute nightmare he was loving it Shearer I <laughs> thought he was, was really enjoying himself I could, I'd love to have seen a and camera that's rare in... yeah it is this is one of the world's greatest goal scorers having a nightmare mm. talking about Cristiano Ronaldo mm. <laughs> you say it's rare for Shearer to enjoy himself but do you remember in World Cup 2010 where I think it might have been his first sort of regular appearance at a big tournament I, as think, a that, I think that might have been yeah. and he had a really weird like simple grin on his face the whole time remember <laughs> it was before he went away and did all his research and started becoming like a serious that's pundit. why because he was yeah, he, he was quite uh, he was loving it but um, I would like to have seen a um, ignorance is bliss Luke as, we right, as he's found out as I, I've, I've known all my life uh, a camera, I'd like to have had a camera in the studio yeah. to see what Shira was doing when Ronaldo was doing this stuff because I reckon they would have been laughing <laughs> yeah I reckon so but the thing is you, you can't not no. A part of me, a part of me, when he looked around his little face, and I thought, I feel a bit sorry for him. Face. He's got a little face. No, I don't feel. This is the guy who started going on about going. Oh, I, I knew I was going to score the winning goal mm. in the Champions League final when it was a penalty shootout. Yeah, your body will start to fail you, and you will look silly. Does that yeah. happen to at you, some point? But no, nobody. No. Sorry, I'm talking myself. That was you on your radio show earlier. <laughs> but no one in the history of football has ever considered scoring the winning penalty in a penalty shootout as the mm. winning no, goal. No, no, I agree. And he's also missed one in a penalty. Shootout. That in Champions League final, he did for Manchester United, by the yeah. way. But his penalty record isn't great. But a few, I, I tweeted about how it was. I found it personally quite entertaining that this was happening <laughs> and all this other stuff. And then a lot of people clearly uh, agreed. But a couple of people tweeted me saying, "Oh no, how could, why do you hate him so much? Why are you being such a hater?" And it's like, no, you're missing the point. Right. I, you you can go back through over how many the two thousand rambles we've done. It feels like now, mm-hmm. and you will not find me saying that he's not a magnificent football player. Yeah. And I enjoy watching him when he's at his best, as we mm-hmm. all do. Mm-hmm. But it is inherently funny when he's an <laughs> utter clown. <laughs> essentially hoisted by his own <laughs> petard ego it's true it's absolutely true it's a bit like when uh, with people saying to you why are you you know hating on Ronaldo or whatever it was like when Luis Suarez scored that those two goals uh, certainly got one I think he did get both against England in the 2014 World Cup and when he scored the winning goal and he said oh you know this answers all my critics in England I thought, no 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 one ever 
criticised yeah, you as a football no, player. You are an absolute yeah, yeah. Rolls Royce of a player. Yeah. We criticised the stuff that you were saying to was it Patrice Evra and mm. the biting of the players. That's what yeah. we criticised. Yeah. All right. No one, no one at any point wasn't was in, was questioning his ability in any way. Completely. But, and it's the same thing with Ronaldo. It just is, it is hilarious that that. Mm. A man of that ability and that experience and that talent can somehow conspire to have like a terrible evening in front of the world's <laughs> assembled eyes. Has it, has it just been a very long season for that man? Is that the situation? Well, because I don't, I don't think he, he particularly looks is that he carrying tired. An, no, oh, is he think, carrying an injury? I think I, Pete's I, right there. I, I think I think if you look at Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale as well, they both look quite leggy. Well, I think they're both sort of relying on dead ball situations instead mm. of running at players, which is what they're both excellent at. Ronaldo less so now at, at mm. 31. But I thought, I thought Bale was completely anonymous against England, mm. apart from the free kick, which was essentially a goalkeeping error. And it was a, I mean, it was a good strike, not, but yes. Yeah, it was a nice strike, but I mean, you, uh, Joe Hart will be kicking himself about that. Joe yeah. Hart refused to give an interview afterwards. He was so angry. Yeah. So, I mean, well, he got was, involved in the celebrations, though. Of course he did. He <laughs> got out, got out of jail, Bailed but, out, no but, pun intended. But the point is, if, if Joe Hart is beaten in the top corner by an amazing wonder strike, Joe, mm. he's not going to be annoyed about that but yeah, he right. was annoyed because he knew he should have saved it yeah, right. and Bale was anonymous apart from that but the, on the Ronaldo thing you're right he, 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 he's not looked as vibrant as perhaps he has in the past but I don't know if that's because he tr- just tries so hard and when, when, the, when he knows all eyes are on him he tends to look a little bit like he's trying too hard and, and the reason I say that to refute oh, sorry to, 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 to reject what you're saying Pete is because He's looked like that in the past. I've seen him do that for Portugal in the past when yeah, he's been okay. 25. So it's not. I don't think right. it's necessarily a fatigue issue. You could maybe say that about Ibrahimovic, perhaps. But Although do, do, Ibrahimovic is 35 now. But do you not think Ronaldo's just gone through this campaign of sort of self-isolation where he's just kind of, I'm the big man, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the solo kind of star. Well, they've all and, got and you common. Find, and you Those find yourself... Common, yeah. But Luke he's hoisted by his own patel. Yeah, Bale, Bale, Ronaldo and Ibrahimovic, the three you've listed there, have all got that in common. Whereas if they're, you... They're, they're surrounded by players who aren't as good as... Right, so if you but if you look at some of those other players that represent Barcelona, and Real Madrid, you know, obviously the, the two big sides. But okay, maybe we'll focus on more Madrid because you're looking at Bale and Ronaldo. Modric has looked great yeah. in the tournament. Tony Cruz is. is but what is type of player are those? Though? They're passy passy, aren't they? They are passy passies <laughs> uh, rather than shooty shooties. Yeah. Uh, but to flexi, it's, not, flexi. It's, not surpri- it's not as surprising. <laughs> and also, Tony Cruz has got a world class team around him as well, hasn't he? He does, yeah. And I would argue that Croatia are a much better side than Sweden, Wales, and possibly Portugal. So, I mean, they're, they're playing among better players internationally. True enough. Well, Ronaldo, he's taken his tally of shots in tournament to 20. More than some teams, apparently. Well, it's 11 more than any other player and more than nine other teams at mm. the time of recording, of course. He, that th- he's doing that thing where um, it just wasn't going right for him, obviously, but he was doing that thing against Austria where you see a lot of strikers do. When the dead ball comes in, they stand two yards offside because they know the defender's going to pull back mm-hmm. and, he's gonna, and they're going to be level. And that's how they get the extra sort of advantage. Um, but he was doing it. To, he was far too deep. You have to be. You have to be a good player to judge that. Someone like Jamie Vardy. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Executed it. Per- I know. To I know this is Welsh. coming off of the back of the defender's head. This. <laughs> this defender hasn't miscued mis- a header for about six years. <laughs> Oi, did he score? He did. But he did. Back of, the, back of the net. Judge him on his goals. Latest news on Vardy is that he's apparently all set to turn down the move to Arsenal he's as well. Apparently right. so. And people were having to pop it in for his nicotine patches. Did you see that? What? I did see what? that. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot. I mean, I don't know. If this is to do with the Brit. The English press, um, particularly, sort of trying to drag a man down, mm. which wouldn't hugely surprise me. But I don't want to go. I don't know if that's the case. Right. But but I've, I read yesterday that um, people questioning Jamie Vardy's sort of lifestyle choices now, right. in terms of his diet and his training and the, and the work he does off the pitch. Because he said he's, he didn't really diet that much. Did apparently, he? he never goes to the gym. 
Okay. And uh, apparently he also, I think I've got this right, but on t- at times of stress, he uses nicotine patches when he's under pressure. Oh, right. And um, I guess a newspaper journalist or a photographer saw it, took a photo of it, and he was asked questions about it. And Do he said, oh, it's not, no one, no, everyone knows about it. No one cares. I don't know why you're bringing it up now sort of thing. But apparently you know, he, he says his metabolism is why he stays so slim, but he hardly ever goes to the gym. But I mean, I, you shouldn't need, and if your game isn't about um, strength, Particularly, it's about it's about anticipation and speed. I guess you should you shouldn't need to put on because that's all footballers do nowadays. They spend loads of time. Peter Beasley was talking about. He's saying that he he's constantly frustrated about the the youth t- youth team players at Newcastle who they they always want to go to the gym and get big and get you know the abs the Ronaldo, the Ronaldo an, physique an and stuff. Yeah, point where you get too big and you haven't got the movement. Put put the ball at the bottom. Put the ball at your feet and play some football. It's Akin Fenwar, Mr. He pre- he pretends he's in the gym. He's just a fat block. He's oh, just a fat block. He's just a I have to step Marcus. in there. He's um, because he knows where I live. No, he's um, incredible. He's yeah, he's incredibly muscular. But he's one of those blokes who was muscular like two years ago and is just it. No, I'm not having a few. This is coming from a man who's not at all bitter that he can't put on any mass at all. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the point, though, I remember in was it 2004 the Euros? There, Beckham said he put on nearly a stone of muscle, as he put it, and. He said it affected him his, his pace, mm. and it did actually slow him down. I imagine there's, there's an optimum balance between the two things. I, I, I think Vardy. I would say it's probably with Vardy. It's more of a case that he's come up through non-league football. Mm. He's probably not had that much attention piled on it. Mm. He, I would wager he's probably a slightly sort of um, superstitious type as yep. well. And he thinks I don't. I've not done this my whole career, and it's got me here. So why would I want to do it now? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that personally because I think you can always probably always be better. But sure. but um, it's working for him, and it's only now people are bringing it up. But yeah. on, on the crest of of, of of the peak of his career. So. Would you say the optimum? Level Level is somewhere where Gabor Kirai is operating. You're looking at it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, hence my question. Yeah. Uh, because oh, Kirai. I know. Well, but Hungary got a vital point against uh, Iceland, <laughs> and Kirai did make a mistake which led to the Iceland penalty. He did. And in his, he never in his trousers. A, in his Kirai wears your trousers. Well, yeah. he's, he's very much got them on display, hasn't he? As you say, like you can get a much better. Pair of tracksuit bottoms these days. I think it's superstitious, though. It's superstition again, isn't it? Yeah. It's something to, so, it's got to be something. Mark Chapman was talking about it. It's something to do with uh, a trial game or something where he played particularly well, got signed, and he's worn those type of tracksuit bottoms ever since. I, I it has firm- to be something if irrational. If I was his mum, I'd be furious. I firmly Filthy. and passionately <laughs> believe that he should be wearing better tracksuit bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> Streamline yourself, man. But, uh, I thought it was, I mean, it was a goalkeeping error which led to it, but it was for a fairly soft penalty, wasn't it? Mm. My favourite thing in the tournament, it, an early highlight, is of course when he threw the ball between his legs. Oh, I like that. No need for it, is there? Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> showboating uh, for the sake of showboating. Who was it? Was it somebody in the, one of the pundits was just, what on earth? Absolutely offended and outraged. Yeah. And I thought, that's that, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know when, when somebody who's a little bit miserable is horrifically offended by something yeah. unnecessary, you think, no, I'm I like really that more glad. now, yeah. More of that. It's suddenly a bit more punk rock, Pete. I didn't see or hear this, but I would put a lot of money on it being Martin Keogh. Lawrenson. It's got to be Lawrenson. I couldn't sure. remember if it was the co-commentator or one of the pundits. Before we move on from the Portugal game, though, really, I just wanted to mention a couple of things. One is that David Alaba looked below par, and I wonder if he's mm. got a bit of an injury. because Yeah, that's strange. He's such a fantastic player, and it was a little bit... Um, a little bit typical, really, because the BBC went big on a huge feature on him beforehand, and he was completely anonymous the whole game. Well, I, and I called him one of the best players going into the tournament. But he is still a fantastic still player, and at the age of twenty-three, I mean, it's, yeah. he's, he's, pro- he's so probably going to be a real this season, isn't he? And yeah, there's talk word on. 
But and the other thing I wanted to say quickly was if you were st- if you were impressed by Portugal despite that nil nil draw against Austria, <laughs> yeah. you can back them at twenty to one with Bet three six five to win the entire tournament. So ten pound on that will return you two hundred and ten pound, including your stake. Like we say, Ronaldo is blatantly going to score the winning goal or penalty <laughs> against England in the knockout phase. <laughs> <laughs> we're all very aware of that, yeah. so don't worry. Uh, okay, well let's move on to Iceland Hungary because it was a good point for Hungary. They were down, of course, one nil with that penalty, and they. Dominated possession, they they pinned Iceland back, and you do look at the Iceland side. They've got two points so far, and then they play Austria next, and Austria just really haven't turned up so far. No. You know, they're fortunate not to be eliminated against Portugal because of the penalty, of course. But Iceland, they really have very, very little going forward. I mean, if Hungary have got a little going forward, Iceland have probably got even less. And Hungary just pushed on, and they got an own goal, fair enough, but it was probably deserved, and they knew that was a huge point for them mm. because now they go into the game against Portugal, and even if they lose, there's a, there's a chance that they, that, that they could go through because they've got four points. It was a sickening lot to score. To, it, for Iceland, it really for, was. For yeah. I like watching Iceland because I like that they, they seem to be saying, look, we'll let you have the ball, do what you want with the ball, mm. and we'll try and just live off the, live off the scraps, basically. Yeah. And against Austria, they'll let, they'll let them have the ball again, and like you say, Austria haven't turned up yet. So. Get good Janssen on. Dude, I had a good on. Did come on. On, yeah. He showed a couple of nice touches as well. That's well he nearly scored right at the end, didn't he? I don't, I, don't, I don't even, I mean, obviously, I don't know too much about the depth of the talent pool in Iceland. Uh, which 45 year old Ida Gudjansson. I suspect it's fa- <laughs> fairly shallow, but I just sort of get the impression that he's, he's called in a favour to be in that squad. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's, not, he's not starting games. He's obviously not, he's not really a player for the future, shall we say, either. Mm. I, I, like, I like him as a player. I think he's fantastic <laughs> back in the day. He's 37. Yeah. I think he's pushed on 38 as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's clearly... Him there though, and his dad. I like it, <laughs> and his dad's dad. I like on it on Father's Day, or, or as we call him in the West, his granddad. <laughs> but um, I, I like the fact that he's there. I'm just saying, it I seems do, to yeah. me like he's called in a favour to be there. I, I very much agree with you. I, he clearly, he's the only one of them who's got a bit of experience. Obviously, not tournament experiences. It's their first tournament. But in terms of a the elder games, statesmen, yeah, big games, big games, big pressure games. Play for Barcelona. But Iceland may just maybe had a grind out a nil nil, and depending how it goes, they. Um, they could they, be okay. They could be fine, yeah. They I mean, could... I, I think if if they were to get a draw, but even if Portugal um, were to beat uh, Hungary and, and leapfrog them, it's still Iceland has still got a reasonable chance of uh, of going through as a third place team anyway. It's quite nice to boys that group. Yes, it is. And, and I really is, thought yeah. Portugal because and... no one wants it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hungary, Hungary, no, sorry, let me rephrase that. Hungary and Iceland do want it, but I don't know if they've technically got the ability to get it. <laughs> and oh. Portugal and Austria don't want it. Oh, hungry, the hungriest lol, etc. Yeah, uh, just had to say that. Uh, but he you're did. right, Portugal and uh, sorry, apologies, everybody. But you're right, Portugal. Well, Ronaldo wants his own, wants the record, yeah. uh, and Austria don't want it at the moment. Iceland are just quite happy to, to hang on in there. Mm. Uh, and Hung- Hungary, of, of course, in the first game, were, were you know registered a great win against us. It would be interesting to see... If, if, they're, not the careful, if they're not careful, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to play a huge part and make a big contribution to Portugal going out of this <clears> tournament. And I'll tell you why. Because when he won that penalty, even though he's been terrible Nick, there's absolutely no chance of anyone taking the penalty from him. Yeah. Secondly, um, the the fullback, the young fullback Rafael Guerrero, who is rated as a really good up and coming set piece mm. taker, doesn't get a chance to take any sort of free kick at mm-hmm. all. Um, even though again Ronaldo's in terrible nick, mm. he's essentially hamstringing his team by not by being so, t- so egotistical that he's not sharing this around. But that's what I said after the first game. I said that Ronaldo's performance is hindering his own side, and 
the his manager, free kicks in particular have been pretty I, shoddy. I just think the manager... OK, he's not going to sub him off. I know I suggested that before, and, and as you rightly said, he's not going to be subbed off. He, he's not but the manager to has to say at some point, doesn't he, look, when we've got a free kick 45 yards out, maybe put it in the box. Yeah. Get, try and mm. get Pepe or one of these players nod it in. Or if, if the... I imagine he has said that, and I just go, yeah, good, good one. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard oh, this guy? Yeah, like hey, why are you doing that thing with your legs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because I'm going to hit it at the goal, aren't I? Good, oh. brilliant. Very much so. Uh, we're going to talk about the Irish after this. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing, nothing result. I'm Craig Brown, welcome to the Football Ramble. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. And welcome to the back to the football ramble. You are sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. Always get giddy when I hear Craig Brown's voice. Mm. Uh, Belgium beat Ireland three nil. It was a bit of a shellacking in the end for for the Irish, it which was. is a terrible result for them because they need a win against Italy. They're but, unfortunate at one point because they deserved the penalty. And as big Howard Webb came on and said, you know that that, that should have been a penalty. And I don't really know what the referee was thinking because he was looking right at it. And uh, he's a pretty highly respected ref. Mm. Uh, it was a Turkish referee, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and then, but the problem was there was another phase or two of play after that, and Ireland just didn't get their heads back on. They just completely um, let it get to them, shall we say? And Belgium, with their um, with their quality going forward, just they killed them. They they killed. Well, them. Well, they looked like they were beginning to click a bit more. Belgium, and they score three goals. Lukaku getting two of them, and the way they celebrated with Wilmot's the manager. Yeah, K- Kieran Clark's up in a mixed tournament. <laughs> Did you see that challenge? Did you well, see that challenge I, he tried to put on Hazard? I thought a part of me thought. <laughs> When he was running for it, a part of me thought, "Don't do that," and another part <laughs> Don't of me do thought, that. and another part do of that. me thought, "All in." I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> try to go higher if you can. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you're right because it's like instant reaction is, "Don't do that." The second reaction is, well, "If you are going to do that." <laughs> There's something viscerally satisfying yeah. about really hearing crunching if noises. He'd have, if he'd and have that, that would be the advertising holding. <laughs> he'd have been away. He'd have swept him up the stand. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Because even even if it, I mean the way that the, the laws of the game are these days, even if he had played the ball and the player, he possibly could have got sent off through <laughs> like excessive force. You know. Yeah. And he's already given away an own goal. He's having a, he's having a funny old year, Kieran Clark. Yeah. And he was of course playing for Aston Villa. Yeah, I, I think he. I said this during the. He's season. having a terrible old year, as Kieran Clark. <laughs> 
I thought he should have played more for Villa. I, th- I thought he should have played more. Uh, I, I don't think he's terrible. I think he's quite good on the ball, but clearly against that quality of opposition, when when he's not a level head, is he? Let's be honest. He's not a level head around mm. it when when other pi- other players are losing their heads. You could, right. I felt for Richard Dunn up in the studio doing the punditry. Mm. Own goals used to be his job, didn't they? <laughs> taking, taking it away from him. But um, but the problem was Ireland. Um, Ireland clearly knew that Italy would be a tough assignment for them and when they went a goal down so that whole mentality thing we talked about earlier in the week when you go out there to sort of spoil because you know Belgium have got quality players and you mm. do concede it's very hard to change that mindset um, and they, yeah they were, they were unfortunate they had to push and they just got caught out and that happens in tournaments all the time yeah, I, I, just, I just wonder with Belgium I, I think um, well, who was it now uh, Vincent oh, was it Vincent Company or maybe Lothar Mateus one of the pundits or a couple of them were, or Bilic perhaps were talking about Wilmot saying that he's a very passionate guy and he's almost like a, a fan of the national team as well as the manager if you know what I mean by that and does he get a little bit too wrapped up in it does he try and play a bit of fantasy football in the sense that he just puts all the best players in and doesn't think I don't too think much? I don't think he's anywhere near good enough as a coach right and and, and well, I said that after the World Cup last time round correct um, and because the play he just doesn't know what he's got mm. well the, the, the players seem to there was rumours of a players revolt against yeah. him last week wasn't there they so. apparently his coaching and his tactics and mm. stuff is nowhere near complicated enough it's not what they're used to when they come away from their clubs and go to the national team it's like they've stepped back in time right and again don't it, players love that though isn't that the secret of Harry Redknapp isn't that wasn't professional they? one Pete, I know as an Englishman this might, you might find this hard to believe but a lot of foreign <laughs> players don't go to the Euros for a rest what? they want to win it <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just wonder though that uh, with, with Belgium you know the, the, the tactics which aren't great the way the perhaps the, the style of the manager you know you saw him hugging the players and so on which shows that maybe they do like him or there is a bit of team spirit there is he a bit too close to the players I, I don't know um, but against Ireland Belgium are always going to be the better side. Yeah, but also, but to be fair, that's true. But to be fair, they changed it up and they put Dembele in there, and yeah, um, they looked a lot better. Right. So the, the the side that they played against Ireland had, I think, seven players that currently play in the Premier League and eight that have, if you you know, yeah, include yeah. Vermaelen. You know, there's a number. There's a lot of Premier League. Um, but he experience. does basic stuff, right? He, why, why would he not play for Tonga and Alderweire at the centre back? They've been playing to give it all season, mm. having a brilliant time. Yeah, well, no, but he, he, he did change it against Ireland. I think he definitely played Alvaro. He played one of them, didn't he? Didn't no, I think for Tonga he played out in mm. fullback. Mm. I mean, you can't take anything away from the performance. There are very, there, there no, have sure. been very few um, kind of convincing wins this tournament, and this was definitely one of them. Right. Okay. So yeah, yeah three 0 at this tournament is like a five 0 and old yeah. money. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. But but the point is though, Mark, yeah. if, if I may, is that. You can put a load of players on the pitch against Ireland with the, with the embarrassment of riches they've got, yes. and they're going to win the game. Well, that's when the point I'm making. When it comes down to semi-final time, and it's right. really going to make a difference. That's the point I'm making because if you play against Italy, hmm. they are you know they love a bit of a tactic. Yeah, Conte is fantastic at that, and and we've talked about the defence and so on and so forth. Against Ireland, it really is just go toe to toe to them with yeah. them, and, yeah. and you should be okay. When they get into the latter stages, will they come unstuck with that approach? We'll see. We will certainly see. Um, it was a great game involving Czech Republic and Croatia. Uh, Seems like so long ago now. 2-2. Two, two. I mean, it, it's a shame about the, the, the crowd scenes, of course, mm. and, and the flares that, that came on the pitch and perhaps uh, changed, had a little factor in, in Croatia dropping two points. But well, one of the well, things... Well, that, well, the families of the players were in that same area oh, that the Croatian that. teams okay. were. It's, and it was exactly the same time that it sort of fell to bits a little bit. So I think mm. it, I think UEFA need to be really seriously looking at that and and the preparations, the, the the crowd trouble in the stadium. This the, this um this festival of football has been it dreadful. Really has been, it, yeah. It's just really badly organised. Yeah, I mean, yeah, UEFA have certainly got their uh, work cut out for them in mm. all sorts of ways that they'd rather not. But uh, Modric came off, and that did make a difference. But 
Croatia in the first half and then at the, the first period of, of the second half looked superb. Mm. I mean, they really are playing l- like a team that, that are real dark horses for this tournament. <laughs> On the other hand, they're playing Turkey last game, so no problem. <laughs> no problem, is there? <laughs> Turkey were absolutely dreadful. They were. In their game. They were. But uh, but the way that, that Rakitic and Modric, obviously the two stars of that midfield, and Persic as well. Persic is a great mm. player. Persic, you know? sorry, yeah. yeah. They've got, they got players, they've got quality all through the t- team. You but know, what got... a comeback from the Czechs. You yeah. could never have seen that. Uh, and Rosicki made a great pass uh, when it was a superb header from uh, Skoda, or Skoda, how you pronounce mm. that. And then Rosicki's obviously got an injury and is out for the rest of the tournament. Amazing he lasted two games. <laughs> his career. <laughs> yeah. poor, poor, poor old man. Indeed. He's out of contract at Arsenal, isn't he now? So he's free agent, I think, as okay. well. So, yeah. yeah. Shop window. Yeah. <laughs> shop window in, in a, literally in, sat in the shop window in a wheelchair <laughs> Going, some pieces missing yeah. <laughs> it was an incredible comeback from the Czech Republic though it they're was. still alive they're well, still alive they've got they've, I mean you say that they play um, they play um, oh Spain. no because Croatia played no, Spain they, they, they play Turkey game. sorry Czech Republic mm. played Turkey not Croatia sorry I mean, the Czechs, um, they've got a point there they, they should perhaps or could certainly beat Turkey they move I, up I was to, getting confused I thought Croatia were playing um, well this is not. this is why it's such a poor result for Croatia because now they play Spain yeah and they could end on with four points the same as the, the Czech Republic uh, you you know Croatia's goal difference yeah. uh, is the same we'll it'll get a bit complicated because the head to head will be a draw and then it'll go to goal difference won't it exactly yeah. yeah which is poor because the Croatia manager said if we win this I'll take the boys out on the town well hang on a minute <laughs> yeah. please do that if you play in England <laughs> yeah. then we, won't, we won't make it through to extra time <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so we'll see how the Croats got on I mean yeah bored from them dropping two points really Clattenberg um, earning his money yeah he did nice to see that's what he likes to do going back to Ireland's group those Italy beat Sweden of course 1-0 Adair terrible game Adair to dream terrible game um, settled by a very good goal but oh, imagine imagine playing Italy <laughs> it's so frustrating it's like, oh, <laughs> just hammering on that door but they didn't seem to hammer on any doors that was the problem I think with Sweden Sweden look absolutely terrible mm. they do look terrible I, I was thinking about Italy like we said uh, with the Belgium game that actually Belgium created quite a lot of chances against mm. Italy mm. and on another day they, they could have got a point but they didn't get a point they didn't get a point that is the run Spain beat Turkey 3-0 Morata on the end of a 22 pass move it was nice <laughs> you sort nice. of think to yourself ah they're clicking aren't they Turkey was re- were dreadful though they were absolutely dreadful Turkey are they good were. for a belly tickling though, yeah, every now and again. <laughs> the best thing about that performance was that kit I love that kit they've got mm. the strange one for me Clive. Nice. I liked it it reminded me of the film the sequel to the film Tron <laughs> Tron uh, not Resurrection Legacy, Legacy. Legacy yeah. Yeah. a little bit which I enjoyed as a film as well I have true to say. did you yeah hmm. it's a long, Jeff Bridges long time since I've seen it but I yeah. liked it as well yeah. um, Nolito scored good to see Nolito in there he's, tw- he's 29 he only got his first call up a couple of years ago during the Euro qualifiers is and he there Vardy he's, possibly yeah he's there Vardy does yeah. he wear nicotine patches I don't know I think you're going to say does he wear knickers <laughs> you never know possibly. does he That's wear him. knickers we need to know guys <laughs> hashtag Nolito knicker search Facebook it in yeah but Spain has started to look the part aren't they mm. uh, which is dangerous for everybody involved uh, Germany though they they um, coughed and spluttered their way to a nil-nil draw against Poland Milik oh my goodness missed a few chance chances to make a name for himself we talked about this because we talked about all the tension being on Lewandowski yes. and Milik benefiting from that mm. against Germany I didn't think that would be the case because I thought Germany mm. would be a bit more canny than that but it was only due to good fortune that he didn't score um, but that aside I don't know how this nil-nil's made it into the running order because <laughs> 
it was one of the worst. It was the worst game to not involve I Sweden. Ac- in this I tournament. accidentally <laughs> turned that, that 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 match off. I just went click. Yeah. Forgetting that it still had like ten minutes to go. I was <laughs> yeah. like, this is so boring. Yeah. I just. Ugh. It was very very dull. Um, well, the only reason why I bring it up is because of the points you made about Milik earlier on. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're welcome. Because he got the goal against Northern Ireland and synced in. Synced in. Mm. <laughs> you would imagine Germany. They'll be okay, Ray. I think they'll be fine, Terry. <laughs> well, the, uh, the matches this evening, uh, by the time that you'll listen to this, will have been played. Of course, it happened. I'm listening before. to it now, Marcus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it happened uh, before, um, well, after recording, rather. Yeah. Romania versus Albania, Switzerland versus France. So, uh, hmm. saucy ones there. Well, not really, actually, because France and Switzerland. France are already through. I always think it's a shame <laughs> on this because these games obviously have to be played at the same time due to potential corruption issues and that sort of caper. And you have to decide, and sometimes it's two really good games with the, with the, with the, with the, um, the group is poised. Yes. Well, especially because, so. like, in the afternoons, you're like, oh, what, what football shall I watch? I've been used to having football in the afternoons. I was like, oh, what? Well, there, will be some games no football. At, there will be some games at five. Just not right. today. So, uh, okay. game, so tomorrow, I think there's two games at five and two games at eight. Yeah, but uh, okay, I so they're getting through, rattling through them. Right. That two o'clock game is yeah. an absolute godsend. So, lovely one in the office, that. Lovely one in the office, It's like when the World Cup's on, you get three games a day for the first week or two. Mm. I ran out, I was interviewing uh, Alex Horn, the stand up, and I did it in half time uh, in the Italy match. I was like, ran over, did it, came yeah. back again. Yeah, I can only really give you ten minutes. At least probably think at this moment. Oh, we've only got a studio book in for another five minutes, yeah. Alex. I'm gonna have to go on now. Bye. We've got, we've got the studio book from two forty seven PM. <laughs> Alex, you keep your answers a little bit more yeah. concise, mate. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Russia play Wales and England play Slovakia soon enough. That's on Monday night. Yeah, looking forward night. to that one. That should be a good game. I mean, I think England will probably win that. And if you agree, they are three to four to beat Slovakia with better three. So £10 on that returns you £17.50, including your stake. What should England do? Score uh, some goals. Go some goals. Score some goals. Score, come on, Pete. You start. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realise it, it was a chant that was going to go on how, that much. How many times did we rehearse that earlier? <laughs> OK, I should have been more specific. What should England do with regards to personnel? I think, they'll, I think they'll make some changes. I, I don't know if you remember me saying, I'm not just blowing my own trumpet because that's not really my style. I did say that they, <laughs> I did say that they would keep it the same team for the Wales game. Yeah. I don't think they'll keep the same no. team this time around. Um, difficult to know what it'll do, but of course they need a really they need a positive result so he can't change it around too much. Yep. I'd be surprised if Sterling starts. And I think he might bring in Vardy for Kane as well. Yeah. A straight I, replacement. Might I think I think it, I Well think, they need to stop those lazy balls into the uh, into the Lazy balls. box, the lazy balls. Don't get mm. Peter Stark on the England Wales game again because no, be... a lot of people were complaining. People with fragile Do you mean egos. You? <laughs> Do you mean you? A lot of people on Twitter going, oh, Pete, stop being so Basically, negative about yeah. England. It's like, Pete, I can be negative if I want. Pete was genuinely... Nobody listens to me at the best of times. Don't worry about it. Not listening to you now, mate. Exactly. Pete was genuinely surprised that, that he, he, he came off the back, straight off the back of England beating Wales to win the final minute and <laughs> Which complained is for 20 our, minutes. Our best people moment, were annoyed. Our yeah. best moment at a tournament Arguably, since beating Argentina in two thousand and two, yeah, it probably I mean, is. You, you probably would have to go back some because yeah. even in two thousand and six, when we got a couple of wins like Ecuador and stuff, yeah. people weren't convinced. It was a relief. Yeah, two thousand and four, Switzerland and Croatia were decent results, but should have got them. So you have to go back. He stopped all over that. He I just all the memory. Years. I just th- you know, my football team got relegated this season. I'm down on football. Oh, co- the truth comes <laughs> out Enemy. now. That's Enemy why. Of football. Yeah, but you should be enjoying this. Is your, this is your holiday. You know what? <laughs> this is a footballing holiday. You've seen Moussa Sissoko at. In front with France, having a lovely time, and he can't bear it. He can't bear it. Should have taken Townsend to the cup. <laughs> what, I, what I what I would say though, Pete, uh, to agree with you is, uh, yeah, tweeting you going, I can't believe you're not saying that. 
Do it more, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'm saying that. Marcus, what do you think uh, will, will be the personnel changes? I think you that, brought it up, mate. Yeah, I did bring it up. I think Vardy or Sturridge for Kane. Yeah. Do you think he's really going to get rid of Kane just for the I sake think, of? I think it, just in case Kane is looking knackered, and a lot of the mm. journalists are writing that. Kane has played an awful lot of football and it's be- it's just beginning to catch up with him. So if that's a reason, then take him out there. And if he's a little bit low on confidence and, and whatnot, take him out and say, you know, we'll see in the second round. You're, this is just for this game. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, if Vardy scores a hat-trick, he'd say, <laughs> well, Harry, he yeah. sort of picked himself so, there. When, when Vardy scores a hat-trick, <laughs> sorry, Harry, can I have a, can I have a word, mate? <laughs> You're still knackered, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm fine, yeah. You look really tired. Yeah, you woke me up three times in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I think that it will be a different uh, number nine, you know, in that in that striking position. I'm not sure. I think he may stick with Sterling. Really? I hope not. Because I don't know who else you put One out hopes there. hopes not. But who else um, do you put out well, there? Well, well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see what happens. I'd rather I'll, not have a player there. Some bit more space. Will he <laughs> start, space. Well, will he start Rooney? You, you would probably expect he would. But if he took out Rooney to maybe rest him in the hope that England still get the result. Well, play is, Wilshire. Yeah, play Wilshire. That is a bit of a gamble, but it's it's less of a gamble because Wilshire you'd still think is a decent man to, to bring on in there. Uh, Deli Alley? Would, would, would he start? He's got to rest some players. But He's again, got... who do you put in? Do you put in Barkley? I mean, st- I would still rather have Deli Ali probably than Barkley. I would too, yeah. If, he'd, if they'd have won in the Russian match, this would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? He would, too, he, would be able to, he would be able to rest, rest players and yeah, just would, sort of yeah. go. But then like, the like, psychology like, of the Wales game would have been different. Mm. You never like know. Italy can do against Ireland. They got a chance yeah. to rest them. But mm. the, I don't want to get too old school about it, but the game for England against Wales was just uh, just win the game. Yeah. You know, players are going to. What's going to happen is these players are human beings. They mm. play against these team players all the time at Wales. They really want to win. Mistakes are going to be made. Players are going to try too hard. Blah blah yeah. blah. I would, I would be tempted just to say, "That's done now. Mm-hmm. Win that. That's done." So just, just let's just start again. And, yeah. and for that, for that yeah. reason, he may well stick with Sterling. I don't yeah. know. He does, he does like Sterling, but, yeah. but. I think England will get a positive result whatever happens and I also think Wales will get a positive result as well against Russia because mm-hmm. they look very good so uh, better the week I'm going to come on to now better the show sorry better the show of course forgive me <laughs> England and Wales both to win yeah. a double it's 4.25 to 1 so £50 on that with better 365 returns us £212.50 um, with of course all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK that is our bet of the show you must be over the age of 18 to bet and please gamble responsibly. And for more information on responsible gambling, please go to gambleaware.co.uk. There we go. Stronger in the That's... European Championships. <laughs> I'm nipping that, I'm nipping that in the bar because we could talk about England personnel all day. And frankly, <laughs> the people of the world don't need to hear it. Yeah. They don't. Harry Kane. Why is he called Harry? He's only 20 odd. Short for Harold. Yeah. Why is he called Harold? Is that, is that, the, big, is that the big takeaway? That's the this? big takeaway. Yeah. You were born in the 90s. Why are you called Harold, mate? I would Get like out. to say actually something that we didn't say about the England game is Deli Alley with a lovely touch to set up Sturridge. It was. Mm. Should say that. It was. Just in case he <laughs> listens. He, listens. he gets uh, the assist. Northern Ireland are playing Germany. Ukraine are playing Poland. Northern Ireland probably need to get something because I don't know whether three points will be enough to go through as one of the fourth best. Well, as we record as, as we record this show, they sit at the top of the third place teams' rankings. Okay. But of course, that could all change. Um, it's very confusing this year, isn't it? it I is. just can't keep up. The four, obviously, four the four best third place teams go through. Northern Ireland ranked number one. Um, Slovakia two, Portugal three, Czech Republic four. But of course, it does, really does depend on the who you're playing in the last game because some mm. some teams have got a bit more of an easier game in the last. So who's, who's got Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, you know Slovakia are playing England. You wouldn't fancy them to win that, so they're going to drop off probably. Portugal you would perhaps move up into second if mm. they get a positive result. Um, so it can all change but Northern Ireland looking in good shape I did say before the start of this tournament statistically speaking three nil nils gives you an 87% chance of qualifying Northern Ireland have already got a win 
They've already got a win. So mm. if they can pick up a point, they should be in very, very good shape. They've got plus yeah. one goal difference. So that second goal was, was quite crucial. But how do you then approach the Germany game? Do you think to yourself, OK, we really have to just defend to the hilt and, and keep the scoreline down? Or do you think... Oh, damn it all! Let's let's let's, let's try and nick a point. But that's the thing: if, if you go well, for the if you go for the second goal, you sort of going, well, you're helping yourself out there, but you leave yourself open at the back to lose a, lose a, a goal and and then lose what you've already got. And it's just really confusing. Do you go yeah. all guns blazing, well, or do you kind against, of sit back a little well, bit? Well, it worked or? against Ukraine, but against Germany, what stick or twist? Stick or twist. Well, but, the, against, but the points on that, though, Marcus, are one that Northern Ireland played with a lot more of intensity, a lot more temper, a lot more confidence against Ukraine purely because they thought they had a chance of winning it. And Ukraine aren't as good as Poland. The situation Northern Ireland are facing is that Germany aren't definitely through. Yeah. Germany need to win. They could have done them with so a beaten Poland. I can say, oh, if Northern Ireland get a point, they'll be in good shape. They're not going to get a point. They're going to get beaten. And they need to keep it very, very tight. Attack. And hope three attack. points is enough for them. Attack, attack, attack. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Go after them. Yeah. Um, right, excellent. Let's uh, move on to the highlights of the show. Oh, do you want to do highlights or do you want to do emails first, Pete? you ready Ooh. to go? Or should uh, I go first? Uh, should I give you my personal highlight? Yeah, go for I've it. Got a highlight it's the, well. the two-year anniversary of Tim Cahill scoring that goal against the Netherlands. Very nice. You, so, don't, you don't like Tim Cahill generally, though, do you? He's my mortal enemy, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, this isn't actually a Euro highlight. This is uh, it's Euro highlight. international football. Because Brazil have had a disaster in the Copa America. They went out in the first round. And Brazil have appointed Corinthians manager... Tite. Uh, Tite. Yeah. Or Chiche, would it be pronounced? Yeah. After sacking Dunga following the country's terrible performance, of course. Um, the, the Corinthians president was very angry with the Brazil Football Confederation as they didn't ask him for permission to approach Tite. The president said, I am furious with the CBF. Tite deserves the national side for the work he has done and for the person he is. The national side doesn't deserve Tite. Excuse me. The CBF doesn't deserve a person like Tite. They aren't used to dealing with ethical people. Oh, wow. Ooh. Big talk. Big, t- <laughs> big talk. I thought it was a shame because, as I said in one of the live shows, why didn't they go for uh, the Brazil manager, Angel Fux? <laughs> Why doesn't he they, just why didn't they go for him mm. if he's there I'm speechless Marcus for fuck's sake Can I they do should have gone Angel, for him what's his name Angel Fox yeah Angel Fox love scratches <laughs> football wins yeah. thank you it, it, we've sorted it are you yeah. ready with the highlights I'm ready for about five minutes please <laughs> Um, Jason Smith says Lionel Messi equaling Batistuta's goal record and yeah. having a grand old time while Ronaldo broke Figo's catch record and had a mental breakdown <laughs> um, what else we got here Leo Bryan based on the photos of Jamie Vardy's Red, Ball and, Red Bull and nicotine diet I thought I'd try it for my local Sunday game this morning 10 minutes in I threw up on the halfway line and I felt so bad I subbed myself off <laughs> So I don't know what Jamie's doing differently. I think Jamie might be a professional athlete and that might well be the difference. Um, so Sachin Tendulkar, Indian cricket superstar, yeah. Sachin Tendulkar, of course, um, he was informing his 11.2 million followers about the talents of Steve Koppel, who I believe mm. is about to join the uh, the Kerala Blasters in the Indian Super League. Um, and Alex Jennings says it was just a bit surreal. He, he tweeted, he's taken Reading FC to their greatest success in the Premier League, and he's also played for England at the FIFA World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Love Kerala's that lovely. Love that little update. Lovely part of the world. Yeah. Any more for any more? I don't think I've got any more. All right, Pete, I, 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 a lot of people were mentioning about Tony Pulis' co-commentary. Uh, yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Everyone <laughs> said they didn't like it because he kept saying the lad this and the lad that. I think he seems all right, Tony. I think Pulis is all right, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. 
I'd have um, liked him to have commented on the Wales game. Joe on Facebook said, uh, my highlight of Tony Pulis' stint in the co-commentary chair was him deciding the offside rule didn't count as Spain passed the ball beautifully into the build-up. So <laughs> it, it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, in the emails, uh, we got Clem saying, sup, Ramboloids. Bit Hello. rude. Bit informal. Uh, I know it's a bit outside your usual jurisdiction, but your chat about oversized lanyards made me think of this dog at the PGA Tour. Uh, golf, for the less enlightened, he says, uh, that had one, and I thought it might pique your interest. Bask in the canine bureaucratic, uh, bureaucratic Glory, and he's attached a picture of a dog with a big old lanyard, which is lovely. We'll put it on Twitter or something. Dogs with Hello. a lanyard, lovely. Yeah, that is very strong. There's been a lot of lanyard chat on Twitter this week since we talked about it last week. I've not seen. Um, Put him on, on a dog. I know. Amazing. <laughs> Hello to uh, Imogen, who says, Highlight of the week, Martin Pepe Kion, uh, stating that the Brazilian Ronaldo is often forgotten, then pausing and waiting for recognition like he dredged up some French player from Yugoslavia in the 80s. Yeah. Nobed. Yeah. <laughs> Kion has talked some absolute nonsense uh, these last few days. Indeed. Uh, yeah. testicle, testicle Matt. Oh, oh, lovely. Testicle Matt is back. Hello, Ramblers. My highlight of the week was uh, listening to the show following the England and Wales game. Obviously, I was looking forward to the usual balanced, realistic, and sensible review of the game, accompanied by the odd bit of Peter, uh, copyrighted ideas. Uh, however, <laughs> I was surprised at how extremely excited the four of you were by however I was surprised at how extremely excited the four of you were by England's performance only to discover that I had actually listened to the show at one and a half speed <laughs> I'm now considering this option after each England game especially when we inevitably uh, get knocked out on penalties I'll correct you there Matt Pete wasn't excited at all by no it. he wasn't gutted mm. oh, can, I, can I please request a further update from Testicle Matt because I believe he used to live in Mexico City I want to know where he's living now and what he's up to I agree mm. with you I, I'd like to know the whereabouts of uh, testicle Matt <laughs> <laughs> indeed uh, Ned Bartholomew says alright gents hope you're enjoying the Euros my highlight was Sam Matterface describing Roy Keane as a pretty positive character during the Ireland-Belgium game I'm pretty positive that Roy Keane is going to seek out Sam Matterface after those comments and affirm his reputation as a terrifying bastard <laughs> Thank you, Ned. Seems likely. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's a couple of really, really decent emails. There's a really long one uh, from a chap who's uh, basically worked out. Uh, it's a little bit like your penalty algorithm. Uh, he's Whoa. basically patented. He's basically Patent he, he basically says it seems to me that there should be a point system applied to any pundit who used to play for England who, who wants to rate, assess, consider, mull over, or even discuss anything to do with the England football team, which I think is really nice. So he's basically given points for each thing that you've done, like five points per own goal, ten points per penalty miss. And this basically like handicaps you. So if you're over a certain amount of points, you don't get the same. Yeah, you don't get the same thing. Gary Lineker, 80 caps, 48 goals, uh, one penalty miss against Brazil. He's got 118 points by this algorithm. Alan oh, I like, Shearer, I like this. 63 caps, 30 goals. He missed a penalty against Poland, 83 points. <laughs> and it just goes down and down and down, down to uh, Trevor, Trevor Sinclair, 12 caps, 12 points. Danny Mills, 19 caps, uh, one self-aggrandizing retirement from international football announcements, <laughs> minus one point. Uh, so, I seem to remember Danny Mills having some sort of contract dispute with the club as well and mm. embarrassing himself and that so get him, mark him down for that as well yeah Glenn Hoddle uh, 53 caps 8 goals uh, losing 1 point for Diamond Light who's got 40 <laughs> oh, no, that's no, 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 no that's Hoddle yeah. that's a great song to be fair got him here from Dean R. Arthur love the show keeping me sane on my journey to school here in Chongqing in China that's genuinely how you pronounce it thanks guys uh, that said I was surprised at the reaction England's win over Wales so negative especially Mr Donaldson we've all suffered as England fans over the years but I think this lot deserve better than your shows negatively normally your show makes me smile but this left a bad taste in the mouth come on credit where it's due young team who should have won both games due to their efforts and bravery from an England manager who ever heard of that it was not dull at all and how often do we score on the last minute Plat against Belgium that's it at least this team is working hard and trying more than can be said of the supposed golden generation give them a break lads well. Dean R. Arthur, Senior Manager, Academic and Resources <laughs> Department. I think you've got something else on, mate, to be honest. you got bigger fish to fry. I'm surprised Pravda Pete let that through. <laughs>
Wow, fantastic. Wow. Cheers, D. Great contribution. Wait, yeah. I, I, would write, I don't know about you, Marcus, but I would write that as a better contribution than anything Pete's done on this year. <laughs> it's more that he wrote Chung Ching and then went, say, pronounce it like Chung Ching. I'm like going, I don't want to pronounce it like that. It sounds no. terrible. Yeah. Where, where is that exactly? It's in China. Yeah. China, right? Eh? I've actually got a couple more highlights we can end with because I missed this one. I really, it was remiss of me. I really should mention it. Yeah. Alistair Mackey says, uh, my highlight of the week was my mate Johnny Peters got married yesterday and accidentally printed out the match report from the Spain-Turkey game he was reading on his second monitor instead of his groom's speech <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, yeah he said he then informed me the 22 pass seek was leading up to the Murata goal hashtag, hashtag special day it's not an England game you just want to watch every game of the Euros <laughs> yeah I know yeah, you know yeah absolutely. Um, Phil Pierce also says um, my highlight was a friend of mine actually pronouncing Lewandowski's name as Lee Wandowski nice <laughs> Lee Wendowski, Eric Winalda. The big Lee Wendowski. <laughs> yep. There we are. My highlight uh, is Jim not being here, lol. Ah, oh, that was a bit rude, didn't it? Yeah, he won't listen, don't worry. Um, <laughs> let's keep it between us, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Don't tell him. Uh, are we done? We any are, more for any more? Lovely. Thanks very much for listening to the Football Rumble Euro, sponsored by Bet365. We'll be back on Tuesday to dis- dissect England versus Slovakia, Wales versus uh, Russia, and a whole lot more. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. I'm going to bring my positive hat for the next show. I look forward to it. Goodbye. Show the footballramble.com. You've got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit